On today's show, I'm going to be tackling the five biggest fitness and workout mistakes that beginners make while starting out on their fitness journey. I'm also going to provide solutions to these five problems. So let's get started with the show. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you're all having a great day so far. This is a topic that I wanted to address for a while, and it's it's pretty obvious that a lot of people are running into the same mistakes. From my own personal experience, talking to clients or just conversing with people online through DMs, it seems to be a couple of very common mistakes that tend to keep popping up over and over again. And it can be very demoralizing for a lot of people, particularly if they're only starting out on a certain journey for themselves and they've taken an interest in fitness or their health or their nutrition, or it could be for medical reasons, whatever it might be. But, you know, people set out the best intentions and what they end up doing is undermining their own progress effectively. And I've noted, I've taken note and I wanted to put together this little show for probably the five most common exercise mistakes and these are ones that have confused and frustrated a lot of people so first of all i want to look at is what makes our fitness routine or our workouts a success basically and why other ones fail so there could be a number obviously of different factors that are going to affect the outcome of your fitness regime or program or whatever it might be but in many cases the cause can be linked basically back to these these five things that we're going to discuss and first of all what i'm going to address is repeating workouts now of course when you're working particularly with a professional in a one-to-one environment, or you might have just taken something down from online. Of course, you can do a Google search and get a four, six, 12-week, six-month, whatever kind of plan online that's not tailored to suit yourself, but you might have got some results from doing it. And depending on where you're starting from, repeating that uh, workout or the same workout every day might have some effect of course it will if you're coming from a position that you're completely sedentary and you haven't done any sort of workout it's going to give you a initial beginner's loss particularly if say we're aligning it to weight loss for example um but if you're going to repeat the same workout the mode the intensity or duration day after day you're going to miss out on some results and the reason for this is because your body adjusts your body's going to adjust to that daily workout load it's not going to be overstretched it's not going to you know you're going to be participating in something that's going to blunt your progress you're going to hit a plateau and that weight loss is going to stop and you're going to end up resulting to some extremes in order to get that weight loss kicked off and going again so if you're trying to reach specific fitness goals you might find that after a certain point you're not going to be making progress either and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's aligned to weight loss so if it was strength for example or flexibility or cardiovascular fitness for example that you're just basically hit a brick wall and sometimes we refer to that initially as beginner gains where 
you know, you can look out, of course, moving more and burning more calories is going to result in weight loss. Again, like I said, coming from a position of complete sedentary where you're just sitting, of course, it's going to, but if you're repeating the same workouts over and over again, your body's going to adapt. You're not going to create that progressive overload. You're not going to be, uh, the workers are not going to be as intense because your body's adjusted. Maybe you've gotten a little bit stronger. Maybe your cardiovascular um, capacity has gone up as well. So those workouts are not having the same effect as they did, say, six to eight weeks ago. So we need to adjust. We need to move the bar. So this is what we're going to do. So what we can do is we can recommend just a slight increase. So you can challenge yourself gradually. And again, I'm, I'm taking this from the perspective of a beginner. So add an intensity to to overcome that plateau and by doing so we have to be very very careful that we don't overdo it also so it's only small incremental changes that we're looking for and that's what i i'd recommend and i work with most clients they were just kind of moving the bar slightly out of reach so we need to look at developing a new workout schedule that involves maybe different exercises or different activities different intensity levels it's maybe up in a rep range or it's up in the weight that you've done or the time or you know there's plenty of different things we can work with the progressive overall doesn't always necessarily mean that we have to work to weight and that's a big thing um, i see with a lot of people so it might be actually adding a day or adding a set or adding some reps or maybe it's adding in a different form of exercise so if your cardio was walking now it's maybe up to a light jog or it's increasing the the time or it's increasing the distance or maybe you're working in some hit workouts so these are all all different ways that we can we can add the intensity to help beat that plateau and we're gonna gonna, gonna give you a couple of different more points on getting the most from your workouts some of the key things you're gonna have to do is one would be to vary your workout intensity that's going to help to avoid any plateau in the future Two would be to plan your meals and snacks in advance. So again, you're strategic about your calorie and your nutrition intake. Number three would be to include cardio, strength training, and stretching for a more balanced routine. It's very, very important as well. We're touching that a little bit later. Keep up with non-exercise physical activities. So your neat just because you're going to the gym, you're exercising doesn't mean that you don't need to be as active throughout the day as well. That's very, very important. Like simple little things like walking to work or walking to the store or taking the stairs and work. Okay, keep up your neat and very, very important as well. We're talking more detail later in the show is to plan your post workout fuel. All right, so that has to be balanced. It has to be accurate and having a prepared is going to make a hell of a difference to you progressing with your workouts, especially the recovery. The second most common mistake that I see people make then is having a lack of a nutrition strategy. So people just go in with this mindset that they're going to out-train their diet or their bad diet, or maybe they think it's a good diet and they're consuming an enormous amount of calories from certain things that they're not aware of or high in calorie or they're snacking a lot. Those are, are some of the most common things that I would see when I'm looking at, at food dairies. But when we add exercise also to our daily routine, our hunger patterns are going to change. 
and if you look into the research on it so some studies show that food choices after exercise in particular can vary uh, a vast vastly dependent obviously on the person so some people might be might have their appetite suppressed others feel like addictive uh, an increased uh, appetite and particularly to consume junk food and again it all relates to the person everyone is unique and to the type of workout then as well but if you have a plan for what you're going to eat post-workout so you're going to refuel after your workout it's going to make you or should help you lead to making better food choices that are more optimal for your health and for your overall nutrition so we're looking at whole food sources course post-workout protein obviously for muscle repair and recovery from exercise and carbs then to just give you that injection um particularly if the energy levels are depleted as well and it's going to help obviously with your recovery also so what i would advise people to do because they have a lack of energy so what we can try instead is to plan a strategy is going to align with your workouts and it's going to make things a lot simpler a lot easier for you to help achieve your goals whether your goal might be weight loss or your goal would be to increase your strength or again muscular endurance so running long distance for example or cardiovascular endurance linking that to your nutrition of course it's going to help things greatly all right so i would advise people to take some time on the weekends plan out your meals for the week do some food prep over the weekend it can be very very helpful you might have extra extra time could be busy during the week um so when you're hungry after right after your workout you already have the food ready prepared it's on hand and again it makes little things like even doing your own shopping a little bit easier and it can simplify your decisions across the week so that when you get home it's not oh what am i going to eat what am i going to prepare what am i going to do it's there it's ready and you're contributing to making life easier and also achieving your goals which is huge and this is what we we already this is what we really want basically um our overall goal i should say so moving on then to number three and that is performing lopsided training now i don't mean people are leaning to one side when they're working out but basically when you go into google and do your search and looking for weight loss programs or strength or cardiovascular ones they might be tailored towards a, a specific goal or they were created for a specific person and someone's just uploaded them and people consume them and download them but they're not unique to your goals and your makeup basically so we're looking for an overall approach to your training you should include obviously some sort of aerobic cardiovascular stuff strength training some flexibility work as well so the the workout basically needs to be balanced an overall balance and that's going to make sure that your body stays healthy and fit and what i notice a lot from lopsided training is that people end up with they're going gung-ho for the first three four weeks particularly beginners start to get that doms feeling you know muscle soreness um if they're performing a particular type of training they're getting fatigued they're starting to break down and then injuries creep in what happens with injuries depending on obviously how bad it is 
I might be, oh, I'm going in the layup for two weeks. I have to lay up for three weeks. I've got the advice. My knee is not better. My back is not better. And the whole program has ended after four weeks of just going, going ho and not having a balanced training program to work with. So that's why it's important to have some sort of aerobic exercise, strength training, some flexibility work, um, to have an overall balance within, within your program. And there's obviously other... There's obviously other benefits to having those within your program as well. Injury prevention is just one of them. Heart health is another one. Obviously, you have fight disease. So there's a multitude of different reasons, on it, and it's something that a lot of people don't don't work at or don't have that approach. They go into the gym. I know guys in particular, strength training, hit the dumbbell section, hit the machines, in, out, no sort of cardio element. Or maybe it's five minutes at the end and certainly no stretching or cool down that's done afterwards. So what I would recommend and what I'd like you to try when you're looking at your program, even not working with a professional, you're doing things on your own, is to, most particularly for weight loss programs, include some sort of aerobic activity. So whether it's thrown in, maybe if you're in, in a gym, it's doing a class or doing an online class, whatever it might be. It could be any of the sort of the cardiovascular machines. So it could be treadmills, bikes, stairmasters, elliptical trainers, whatever it might be, to throw in at least some bit of cardio. And then when I'm talking about cardio, again, it's not five minutes of a warm from cool down. It's maybe 15 to 20 minutes on any one of those machines. Or another way that you can, again, to build things into a sort of cardiovascular type workout, and I particularly like doing this with clients, is to include certain uh, things like interval training, or um, we can make the likes of supersets or triceps or giant sets to help really increase the cardiovascular element of the workout. So what I mean by that is, for example, you take three different exercises, so it might be, say, a kettlebell swing and then into a squat jump and then into a push-up, for example, just to throw random ones out there. That's going to give you a so 30 seconds on, 10 seconds into the next exercise, 30, 10, 30, 10. Then maybe take a break for a minute. That's certainly going to increase, obviously, your cardiovascular approach as well. So this is a big, big thing for a lot of people. Lopsided training, I see it a lot. Don't focus on just one of the health components. Try and include as many as possible, at least three, when it comes to your training. Okay, so my next point is, we kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier on there, and that is people end up decreasing their non-exercise activity. You might see that on social media or whatever, depending on what kind of content you're consuming, you see it written as NEAT, so it's your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Um, if people tend to go to the gym every day and now you've bought into this routine, particularly beginners, they just usually just go gun ho. It's very, very important that you still get those daily activities in. So it's like if you were, say, cycling to work, now you decided not to because now you're going to the gym or you do, particularly, say, on the weekends or depending on, on your work schedule, like gardening or housework the shopping, taking the stairs, you know, these are all non-exercise physical activities, stuff that keeps you active, particularly around the home, 
I'm thinking of the most obvious ones or your walk to work or little things like that. They all add up and it, it, it's very, very tempting to develop a mindset where I don't I, I don't have to do these activities or someone else is going to pick up the slack just because now I'm, you know, I'm participating in the gym. So what we can try and do instead of letting this mindset kind of slip in is we need to look at the certain percentage of what our non-exercise activity is doing for us overall. All right? And that adds up across the day. Like our, our workouts might be anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour in duration, but our need can be across, you know, from the second you get up out of bed till when you go to bed. So it can be across maybe anywhere up to, for some people, it could be 16 hours. All right, so it plays a big part for us throughout the day. So if our workouts are particularly exhausting or they're draining, it, it may be time to look at the program overall. It shouldn't be to the point where it's leaving us, you know, completely wiped um, on the couch, particularly for beginners. All right, so again, of course, it's going to be tiring and if you're pushing yourself, yes, but you shouldn't be to the point where you're completely exhausted all the time. So we need to keep in mind that the workout might be causing a lack of need. So there's an offset and there's a balance there that we we have to look at. And this is where you look at your need and keep that up and to not start signing off on stuff that we'd still do on a daily basis. So it's very, very important to keep those up because at the end of the day, that's causing us to burn calories if our overall goal is weight loss we need to keep our neat up as well as our workouts so keep the focus on the neat keep your daily activities maybe create a list take them off make sure that you keep those activities up finally then my focus is on supplements okay and when i talk about supplements i'm not talking about the likes of protein powder or creatine or bcas I'm talking about particularly for beginners and, you, and you'll see it yourself and stuff in the gym and that's I'll put it down again to the type of information that you consume maybe in social media but if you're starting to refuel during or after your workout with the likes of monster or red bull or certain protein bars or protein cookies or you know what's the latest thing that's out on the on the market it's geared towards particularly beginners all right and that's what the marketing is down to you'll see more of the seasoned pros eating a well healthy a well balanced i should say let's say a healthy um more rounded approach to their food and post exercise and pre and intra workouts for example um you might be looking up to a particular athlete or bodybuilder or whatever it might be. And for the most part, like these are professional athletes. So if they're aligning their name to a particular sports drink or a brand or a bar, it's likely that there's a financial reward for them. And often cases, most probably don't really consume the product as often as you might think. So, the other offset we have of this for average Joe Soap just trying to lose weight and it's a beginner in the gym is you're probably erasing a lot of the calories that you've burnt during that workout by consuming some of these products. 
and yeah that might be a little punch in the gut there for a few people but yes i know you might be sold that okay there's 20 grams of protein in this it's overall calories are 400 your workout for that day is burned 300 calories so you're in a surplus of 100 so this is where you need to start looking at labels looking at your supplements and eating a better food source and fuel source okay so you need to possibly reconsider your post workout your protein bar if it fits within your goals of course consume it um but for the majority of people particularly setting out it's not a good approach to be relying on them so you need to take and pay close attention to the nutritional label ensure that you know the amount of the macros within each product so your proteins fats and your carbs also might need to look at sugar and obviously the calories per serving so what i would recommend so this is the where the balance should hopefully come back and swing in your favor instead of investing in bars drinks or even supplements particularly at the beginning invest in possibly speaking to a nutritionist or a dietitian for example just to gain some background knowledge on the types of food contact them reach out on social media or any um or most fitness professions are happy to give you your time um even myself if you if you want you know they're going to help you make or get you started off on the right foot instead of just consuming from sources online in particular eat this eat that remember there majority of them are paid to say these things whereas a dietitian is going to have or nutritionist is going to have an overall look at your profile your genetic makeup foods dietary needs and help you and give you the best approach to your training so i hope this was a big help to you guys particularly for beginners setting out in the gym try to lay out as best i could five most common ones because they're they keep coming up over and over and over again so i thought i'd get them down and share my experience and share my knowledge and some solutions to the problem so hopefully it helps people to not to make some of these mistakes or if you had that you're able to correct them from some of the information that i provided today and as always if people want to reach out you get me on any of the social channels on tiktok instagram facebook um just drop me a dm any questions about today's show and don't forget as always on any of the social media platforms there i've plenty of freebies for people if people want to get their own tdee of a free tdee calculator there is a free recipe guide as well, all calorie controlled. And also there are a number of other freebies with solutions to five of the most common problems like we just addressed today. So don't be afraid to avail of those guys. And as always, I will talk to you again very soon.